When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. I hope everyone is having a great week. I know I have. I've been pretty busy. But I'm back now. And I'm here to talk some wrestling as always. Now this episode is a very exciting episode because it centers itself around Alexa Bliss and the fiend Bray Wyatt and what happened this past Monday night. Honestly, what can you say about this past Monday night segment? I thought it was pretty interesting. Because not only did we see a new side of Alexa, but the Fiend's spirit is now a part of Monday Night Raw. Well, I should say, a part of the Alexa Bliss playground segments that they've been using. Now, we haven't seen The Fiend in over a month. And the reason for that is, as most of you all know, Randy Orton burned him alive. Yes, he was he was burnt. Chuckle chuckle, it was a story it's part of the storyline. But in the world of pro wrestling, yes, Bray Wyatt was burned alive. Now, they don't want to keep Bray Wyatt off of TV too long. I get that they want to sell this, but I'm hoping Bray Wyatt returns at the Rumble, if not maybe a week after the Rumble. Because you don't want to keep Bray Wyatt off TV too long. I know fans get anxious. They get impatient. And honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing The Fiend. I I know I'm getting anxious to see him. To see, you know, if The Fiend's mask has changed. I know it will change in some sort of way, I assume. But what what will happen next is the question. But for the time being, I, I do enjoy the Alexa Alexis playground segments. I think I think they're very entertaining. And what we saw this past Monday it was her talking to the fiend spirit. As if as if he was in the ring with her. Now we, we know that, that the Fiend was burned alive. We know he will come back. But what will come in the next few weeks leading up to the Rumble? What will come next week? You know, next week is the go-home show for the Royal Rumble. Will we see a match at the Rumble? Now it is rumored that 
there is a Firefly Funhouse match being rumored for Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt at the Royal Rumble. There's also been a rumor that Bray Wyatt will um, supposedly return in the Royal Rumble match. So I don't know what we'll see, but we'll see something eventually. But what we saw this past Monday was Alexa Bliss being possessed by the Fiend. Which I, what, what I assume is the Fiend. What, what I assume is his spirit. The, the Fiend's spirit. We, we saw Alexa Bliss talking to Bray Wyatt in the playground segments. But during her match with Asuka, she transformed into, into a female version of the Fiend, as I like to put it. She transformed us into someone else. Her clothes changed. Her makeup changed. Even her facial expression changed. Now this isn't the first time we've seen this before in WWE. You know, we've seen this supernatural gimmicks with Undertaker. This isn't the first time we've seen somebody be possessed in a WWE ring. If you look back, you know, Josh Matthews was possessed by The Undertaker in a feud with Randy Orton. So, what's going to happen, you know? Will she wear a mask? Will, Will she... You know, keep this makeup on and keep the same ring attire? Or will we see a change in Alexa in the next few weeks? Now, it's been rumored that she will wear a mask. I don't, I don't think so. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really think she needs one. I think this gimmick is perfect for her the way it is. There's no need to change it. But with what we saw this past Monday with Alexa Bliss versus Asuka, that was something. Something I don't think anyone expected. Because we didn't see this with the match with Nikki Cross when she wrestled Nikki. But it's something to keep us entertained until Bray Wyatt does return. Hopefully soon, much sooner rather than later. But, you know, I wonder what we're going to see. And what is this going to lead to? Is this, I have a feeling, this isn't a spoiler, this is just my prediction, but I have a feeling this is going to lead to a match with Randy Orton and Oscar versus Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt. Because we have not seen those two in a tag team match in a mixed tag team match yet. Now they've teased it before, but we haven't seen it yet. But I, I, I do love this gimmick because I think it's the best thing on Monday Night Raw. 
I, I love everything about this. I don't know if this is Bray Wyatt's creative control or if this is a WWE's creative control. I don't know. But whatever happens next, I assume will be very entertaining. Will we see another Inferno match? Um, we did see Randy Orton wear a mask on Monday night covering his burns from the fireball that was thrown by Alexa Bliss. Now a lot of people say that segment was over the top. That this is just wild, you know, that they're doing fireballs and teleportations and it's getting, you know, a few mixed reactions, but honestly, I enjoy it. You know, I out of everything, I thought, you know, Bray Wyatt being burned alive was a little too much. So the fireball to the face really isn't something to to hate on, but I get why people would dislike it. But I did enjoy the promo that Randy Orton cut Monday Night on Raw with the mask on. I thought it was a really good promo, actually. He's really selling this injury very well. Um, I would like to see Randy Orton with a mask on next week and maybe leading into the Royal Rumble match. I don't see him winning the match, but I would like to see him wrestle with the mask on just for a change. You know, it'd be kind of funny. Of all the wrestlers, you see Randy Orton with a mask on, you know, something you never see before, right? But I'm wondering, will this lead to another Inferno match? I kind of hope not because there are other matches that they can do. We've seen the Inferno match, you know. I assume they'll give us something fresh. Even though Fire has played a big part of this storyline as of late, it's not something we need to see again. And the good thing about Bray Wyatt being gone and, the, and the, the fact they can sell this so well is because Alexa Bliss, you know, is Bray Wyatt's partner in crime. She can keep us entertained until he comes back and makes his return. Because honestly, I mean... There's only so much they can do to build off of this leading in to the Rumble. That's why I say they, they shouldn't keep Bray Wyatt off of TV very long. Because there's only so much they could do. I know, I've I, well, I've heard that they have future plans for Randy Orton pretty soon. I have heard rumors that Edge is returning to in-ring action. He, he had a tricep injury, I believe. So I, I, I don't see this feud going uh, into main WrestleMania. But maybe there is a match at Mania. A match at Royal Rumble, I'm sorry. And maybe it will, it will lead into the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. 
not into the chamber itself, but at a match at the pay-per-view to end their feud. Because there's still the Elimination Chamber before WrestleMania. So that, that's why I don't think that they'll drag this on. And if Bray Wyatt does return at Royal Rumble, I wouldn't mind them dragging this on because it is very entertaining. I, I do give WWE credit for what they're doing. They are making the most of this. They're making the most out of the storyline right now. And they're killing it. I'm very critical about pro wrestling. I'm very critical about WWE. But what I've seen recently, they're killing it. I have read this wasn't the original plan for Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Bray Wyatt has requested time off. So the perfect way to sell in this storyline and to sell this whole storyline would be <laughs> burn, burn Bray Wyatt alive, I guess. I, I don't know. But um, kind of wild, right? I guess that's a good thing about the Thunderdome is, you know, they could pull this stuff off inside a Thunderdome. You couldn't pull this stuff off with fans in the arena. So hats off to WWE for using the best of what they got. I'm kind of curious though. Will Randy Orton wear that mask at the Royal Rumble? I mean, how far will they go with this? The reason I say that is because and this has nothing to do with it, but because Friday night, you know, when we saw Kevin Owens fall through the those tables a few weeks ago, he got tossed off by Roman Reigns. And then he was back a few weeks later. Kevin Owens was supposed to be injured. They didn't even sell that injury very long. The fact that he was injured, that you know, he was back what two I, I believe it was two weeks. So it makes me wonder with the whole Randy Orton situation, will they sell, you know, him being burned up for a good few weeks as they should? Because in reality, if somebody has third degree burns or whatever, first degree or whatever you call it, um, when somebody has those type of burns, it'll last you a good while. So I'm wondering would WWE you know, push that envelope and sell it as they should because they should. Now I will say, you know, being burned alive and coming back does sound kind of wild. You know, if somebody's burned alive, they're obviously not going to come back. But as I've said, this isn't the first supernatural thing to happen in WWE. And this is honestly, this isn't the first wrestler to be burned alive. You know, a lot of people I see are hating on this. You know, that are calling this ridiculous. But if you remember, the Undertaker was burned alive inside a coffin, not once but twice. Once with Kane, and once with Randy Orton. And people love that. You know, I know this is a new age in pro wrestling. But if you have the right type of character, you have the right type of gimmick, you can pull this stuff off. 
You know, when the fiend Bray Wyatt first debuted, we were told that he was something different. That he was going to be supernatural. That he was something more than just a, a regular person. You know, there is a saying with the fiend. You know, it's on t-shirts and it's one of Bray Wyatt's saying. He says, you can't kill it. If, if you've seen his Twitter, it says, you can't kill it. And honestly, he'll come back. And Bray Wyatt is the 2021 version of Taker, the Undertaker. He's he's going to be the next Undertaker. I, that's what I that's what I assume. They they've molded him for that role. And a lot of the time the WWE has invested into Bray Wyatt. Honestly, I mean, Bray Wyatt should be a five-time WWE champion. Because honestly, he should have been booked better years ago. WWE dropped the ball with him when they had a chance long ago. I mean, yes, they, 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 they reinvented him and they you know, gave him a different gimmick, and it's working, it's, it's great, but, you know, he should have been a champion a long time ago, he should be at least a five-time champion, no reason why he shouldn't be, and then you have Bliss, you know, her character, she's always been a Harley Quinn type character, from what we've all seen before in the past through NXT but this new character that she has she is nailing it and that's the good thing about her character is that she's not just playing one character but if they keep this whole possession type thing going you know she could be playing two characters as well and I think that does nothing but benefit her in the long run Because Bray Wyatt has a split personality and Alexa Bliss has a split personality. I think that's very entertaining. You know, we are seeing the supernatural powers of Bray Wyatt and the powers that he holds within the Fiend. And that, and that brings the question on, what is the Fiend? As I've said before, if you read Bray Wyatt's Twitter and his t-shirts and everything, it says you can't kill it. You can't kill it. So what is it? Is he human? He's obviously more than human, right? He's a special kind of demon, kind of creature. But I, I love the whole character. When it first debuted, I thought, man, they are burying Bray Wyatt. <laughs> because of the whole Mr. Rogers type gimmick with the sweater vest and everything. But then, a couple episodes of the Firefly Funhouse later, you see the fiend. And I thought, wow. 
this is something to really enjoy. And a lot of people, man, you can compare, you know, this gimmick with, with him playing the Funhouse character and the Fiend and the cult leader gimmick that he had in the past. A lot of people could compare him to Mick Foley. A 2020 version of Mick Foley. 2021, I'm sorry. Um, this is something to enjoy. Like I said, if this feud does go past the Rumble, which I don't see happening, but if it does, and the Fiend does make his return, then I say enjoy it while we can. Because there's only so much to enjoy about WWE right now. I'm not saying WWE's not good because it is, but they do have their faults. And right now, WWE can't drop their ball with Bray Wyatt this time. You know, they have before. Back then, he was cutting promos. The promos were amazing. If you don't believe me, go back and listen to the Miss Teacher Lady promo on YouTube from Bray Wyatt. One of my favorite promos that he, he's ever cut. But like I said, you know, they can't drop the ball at him this time. And if they do, then what happens next? You know, when he was off of TV those last eight months that he was he was off, you know, I thought they were going to release him. That he was done. Then he comes back, and I thought, the first episode of the Firefly Funhouse, I thought, man, they're burying him. Which I'm glad they didn't. But knowing how WWE is running and all the talent that they've released in the past, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't have surprised me because that's what they do. They waste their talent. They push certain stars much harder than they should and they wonder why it doesn't work out. They wonder why fans get bored. You can't shove a superstar down our throats. They did it with Roman. They used to do it with Roman. I mean, now we love Roman because he's a heel. Because that's what we wanted. We wanted Roman as a heel. But that's what they do. But I, I give them props for what they're doing with Bray Wyatt now. I like the fact they're selling him being gone from WWE. They're selling it well. And I think that when they do bring him back, I think The Fiend will be stronger. He will be better. But my question is, what is the end game for Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt? Will their next match be more psychotic than the first one? I mean, how can they top the 
Inferno match. If they do have a match. Honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton have a match. And then, you know, have a, a mixed tag match. To end it with Randy Orton and Oscar and The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think that would be something very interesting to, to watch. I think that would benefit Oscar a little bit too, though, to be involved with Alexa Bliss. Because honestly, you know, I'm not saying Oscar isn't a good women's champion. I've said before that I, I do enjoy watching Oscar, but her run. I honestly don't know how I feel about it. It's like up and down for me. Does she even have a match at the Royal Rumble? I don't think so. But they are building towards a match with Alexa Bliss. They, they, they're teasing it. So I do feel that this would benefit Asuka a little more because her run with the Raw Women's Championship has been kind of lackluster for me. I do feel somebody like Lacey Evans could fit that role a little more. Somebody like Shayna Baszler could fit that role a little better. But I just, I feel that a, a feud with Alexa Bliss would benefit Asuka a little more. Than most divas, most most superstars, excuse me. And I and I, I would love to see you know Bliss be a women's champion again. That's why I said with this split person personality gimmick that she has, I think it benefits her more as a superstar. Because let's be honest. When she was teaming with Nikki Cross in that tag team division. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. But was it benefiting Alexa? No, it wasn't. You know, when Alexa Bliss first debuted on the main roster, she was a top star in the women's division. She was. She's held a few women's championships. And she was a big star in NXT. How, how she fell in, in the mid-card, I don't know. Does it surprise me? No, but a star like Alexa Bliss, who, who you would never think would, you know, kind of fall into the mid-card a little bit. Now, I will say Charlotte Flair was pushed down her throats more than she should, and I believe she is the reason why a lot of the women, other women don't get pushed but for some but for some reason Alexa Bliss ends up in a tag team with Nikki Cross and then that's just something that, that just I can't wrap my head around she's too talented man I think she does her best work as a heel. Not saying she's not a good baby face. Because hey, we all love her. But her mic work is better. 
she knows how to get under your skin and honestly I you know I wouldn't have it any other way with her if you're booking her you have to book her as a heel because her run with Nikki Cross just didn't make any sense it didn't really make much sense as a pair though they're you know I just feel they didn't have anything better to do with Nikki Cross she wasn't a sanity stable you know we saw what happened with that but I just feel they had nothing else better to do with her so they threw her with Alexa Bliss who yes I feel Alexa Bliss should be a role in tag team champion but without Nikki Cross and they could have had it with anybody else rather than Nikki Cross that duo just didn't make sense to me I mean Oscar and Charlotte don't make sense to me either but hey that's the booking I guess I don't know I do see Charlotte turning on Oscar at some point, but we'll see. I still would like to see Alexa versus Oscar in the end. I'm trying to refrain myself from using the word Alexa because I have an Alexa device that keeps going off every time I say her name. <laughs> so I will say Bliss from now on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, but... uh. Yeah, um, I'm ho I'm hoping that they they pull this match off, but I kind I kind of feel as if they're gonna tease this and then kind of let us down at the rumble. They'll put Charlotte in that top spot. It makes sense. As much as I hate it. The fact that, you know, Charlotte is a tag team champion with Asuka, it would only make sense for Charlotte to turn at some point and regain the Raw Women's Championship. I mean, hell, even Lana, you know, was taken off of TV for Charlotte. Just so Charlotte can get a push. So where does this leave Alexa Bliss with this feud? What's going to happen with her? Because she can only carry on this feud with Randy Orton for so long until she does something of her own in the women's division. That's why I say Bray Wyatt has to return soon. I mean, this is the first Bliss match we've seen since, I, I believe, her Nikki Cross match. I mean, I do love her being in the, in the mix with the Fiend Bray Wyatt. I do. But I would like to see her in the women's division wrestling more and more, being more active. So... I'm hoping 
but they they fit her into a storyline with Oscar or Charlotte or whoever because we haven't seen Bliss be a Raw Women's Champion and and for so long and it's time she gets back on top where she should have stayed and I'm hoping at some point Bray Wyatt will get a title shot not probably not you know when he comes back they're not just going to throw it at him but soon and I don't want them to just throw him a title shot because honestly you know when they do that with wrestlers and they get shoved down our throats much like they did with Reigns when wrestlers get shoved down our throats fans get bored you know so WWE is doing right by keeping Bray Wyatt's character fresh I think keeping him off of TV will only get fans to miss him more so keeping him off TV will do his character some good you don't want to overuse a character you don't want to overuse a superstar because then we get bored then we get tired we get restless of seeing the same face every week on every storyline not storyline but every match every main event you know it's it's WWE tends to do that more often than they should which is a shame for the superstars who don't get used Cough Cough Andrade Bo Dallas Aleister Black guys like that who could be a part of a storyline but I think I stress it enough when I say WWE doesn't know how to use their talent I guess just be grateful for what talent they do use properly because if they ever you know drop the ball with Bray Wyatt this time it'll be the end there will be no building him back up. There will be no, you know, getting him to the top. Honestly, if it happens again, I could see him signing with somebody else. All Elite Wrestling, maybe, I don't know. A future ma- match with Sting would be pretty cool, though, honestly. <laughs> if he ever decides to wrestle. Um... But The Fiend, he's a unique character. So if WWE does does drop the ball, it would be on them. It would be on their own fault. Now, what will we see when he does come back, though? And I keep coming back to this question because I honestly don't know. I do believe his mask will be altered a little bit. It will look different. Maybe some burn marks on his mask. Maybe the mask will be completely red. Maybe it'll be orange to symbolize the, to symbolize how he was burnt by the fire. Maybe there'll be flames on the mask. I, I, you know, I don't know. There's so many possibilities they can do. I, I don't want the mask to be changed very much. I do like the Fiend's look as it is. But we have to expect some type of change to his appearance 
But what will we see? And how will he return? Will he return from under the ring and flames? Which I think would be cool as hell. Will he, you know, return into the Royal Rumble match? There's so many possibilities they could have him do. There's so many possibilities that could happen at the Royal Rumble. I'm hoping so much that they, they have him return. Because I, th I think fans will be eager to see Bray Wyatt return. I, I think that is one of the main reasons fans will tune in. Not only to see Randy Orton in the Royal Rumble match, but to see what happens next in this rivalry. Now with Alexa Bliss entering the Royal Rumble match, assuming she could possibly win, that could set up a, you know, like I said, a mixed tag team match with with Bliss and Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton and Asuka. They would have to turn Asuka heel, possibly though, because Randy Orton is a heel. So in order for that to work, they could, you know, turn Oscar Hill. Or they could just, you know, have Oscar Sabbath Orton keep Oscar a babyface. But, you know, if they even do that, if they even go that route and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. Either way, this is going to benefit whoever is involved in this storyline. This is going to benefit Asuka, I think, who hasn't had a decent run at the Women's Champion. Now, I do believe Becky Lynch will turn at some point. I do believe, you know, Charlotte could take the belt off of Asuka. But I, I just, I don't see Asuka holding that belt very long. Whoever takes it off of her. You know, I, I just, I, I don't see her holding that belt for much longer. Just by the way she's been booked. She had a match with Selena Vega. Um, she's had a few matches here and there, but nothing really to look at. No, nothing I don't think people are really, like, looking into. And saying, wow, Oscar's you know, a great, a great women's champion. She's in a good storyline because obviously she she she's not. And if she gets involved with Alexa Bliss, which I assume she will, and I assume they're teasing, then I think this will benefit Oscar, and I think this will benefit, you know, the Raw Women's Championship going forward. There there's so there's so many possibilities that can happen. Charlotte could take the belt as, I, as I've said but so I'm, I'm wondering if Alexa will win what if what if Randy Orton gets involved and eliminates you know Alexa Bliss by distraction or whatever maybe then the Fiend will return And if, the, if this does go past the Rumble, then I expect The Fiend to return Monday night, the day after the Rumble. But man, am I so eager.
Don't we all miss the fiend? I know I do. I don't know about you. But if Alexa Bliss keeps this possession gimmick going up, going, I do see this benefiting her. But some could say, is this Bray Wyatt's spirit? Or is this Sister Abigail's spirit possessing bliss? Now, I'm assuming it's Bray Wyatt's spirit because at the end, we did hear Bray Wyatt's voice say, let me in. And I, I do think it's Bray Wyatt's spirit because, you know, she was using Bray Wyatt's moves she did seem like she was a lot stronger that's why I call her the female version of the fiend she definitely changed not only in her not only with her ring performance but her physical performance her, her, her physical appearance excuse me she looked pretty cool <laughs> I will say that she looked pretty cool, man. Um, something. This is just something. This whole storyline—it's—it's it's wild, you know, with the fires, the. All this, but. And a lot of people, you know, do say that's over the top. It's crazy, but that's with the Thunderdome—they could pull this stuff off. To where, if you got a live crowd, they wouldn't be able to do this. But I do give Randy Orton, Bliss, and Bray Wyatt credit for pulling this off as well as they are. Randy Orton is another one who, who was, as I've, I've always said, was a great heel. He's a 14-time world champion for a reason. And if anybody is, is, a, is as psychotic as The Fiend and is Randy Orton, that's why I think these two have such great chemistry together because they have a psychotic gimmick. And I, I love the fact that there is fire involved in this storyline. It's crazy as it sounds, I know. But the Inferno match... I think has gotten a lot of us excited for what's to come whatever that may be I think without the Firefly Inferno match I, I do feel this this feud would have kind of died down a little bit to where maybe fans would have lost interest going forward obviously this was a way to get Bray Wyatt off of TV he did request time off for Christmas to spend time with his family and if anybody should spend time with their family and take time off, it's Bray Wyatt. The guy is a creative genius. Whether you like the gimmick or like the character or not, the man is a genius. So this was a way for him to be taken off of TV. Not only for a couple weeks, but, you know, a month. So I am excited to see the Rumble to just see what happens you know with this whole storyline 
will will Randy Orton sell these sell the mask? Will will he keep it on and sell this injury? I should say rather. I'm just hoping they do it right. I'm hoping creative will kind of say, hey, this is how we should book it to make it better, to to really sell this injury. You know, don't just have it play for a week and then come back and say, oh, well, he's fine. Do what you got to do with this gimmick, man. But like I've said, how do they top the Firefly Inferno match? How do Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt top this? Obviously, somebody being burned alive is, you know, explicit. and It's, it's something that, sh- that I don't think we'll see again. But how will they top it? Now, we've seen matches from Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton in the past. You know, the House of Horrors match with... Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt that have that's gotten mixed reviews. You know, now we're seeing this Inferno match. But when they do have another match, how will they top it? That's why I feel like it will be a Firefly and Fun a Firefly Funhouse match. And I and I think that will be something to really look forward to because you know we've seen it with John Cena. And Bray Wyatt and what they did, as wild and bizarre as that was, it did have a little entertainment involved. Not much wrestling, but it was more comical, entertaining than than anything. But there is a lot of history between the two, and as we've seen with John Cena and Bray Wyatt, you know, Bray Wyatt brought up John Cena's past, his failures, his accomplishments, well, you know, everything. And with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton having a history, could we see something similar in a Firefly Funhouse match? Will this match happen at the Rumble? It, it is rumored. Now, rumors, you know, they're not always believed to be true, but it would make a lot of sense for WWE to book something just to keep us on our toes. To keep us guessing what's going to happen next. But the, like I said, there's only so much Alexa Bliss can do with this storyline. She is kind of carrying this feud until Bray Wyatt does return. That's why I'm hoping that when he does return, she can go to the women's division and kind of have a few more matches. She's been so busy with this storyline with Randy Orton that. We haven't seen much from her in a match except the match we saw with Asuka this past Monday. So I would like to see her more active in the ring. She's cutting promos. I do love the segments. But but I want to see her wrestle as well. I want to see this new possession gimmick and, and see how it unfolds. I want to see The Fiend's ghost. You know, possess Alexa. I want to see his his spirit in the in the playground segments. I want them to kind of push this a little bit more. Keep it going. You know, have the lights flicker on and off. Have the 
the, the swing move by itself, something, you know. We saw the chair, the, the rocket, the little horse rocking chair move by itself the other night. How freaky that was, but that tells us something. That tells us the fiend is still here. The fiend is watching. The fiend will return. With Randy Orton ending the Royal Rumble, something will happen. I don't know what, but it would make sense for Randy Orton to, you know, go in to win the Rumble and then the Fiend distract him or return during the Rumble to cause Randy Orton to lose, setting up another match with them, whether it's at the Royal Rumble later on that night or it's at WrestleMania. But something will happen. But I do I do love this storyline. How far will they take it? What will the go home Monday Night Raw be? What will they do next week? Will there be more fireballs? <laughs> Will Alexa Bliss be burned alive? I don't know. The, the fact that Bray Wyatt was burned alive is, is bizarre. And like I said, I see why fans hate it. But in the world of pro wrestling, you have to expect things like this. And honestly, I don't I don't see why fans hate it when they loved it so much when it happened to Taker. But you have to understand Bray Wyatt and Undertaker, they have similar gimmicks. Now, not all similar, but supernatural part of it, yes, it is very similar. You haven't seen an, a supernatural character since Undertaker. Now, that we have seen voodoo in pro wrestling before with Papa Shango. You know, the godfather. Before he was the godfather, he was Papa Shango. And he possessed Ultimate Warrior. You know, we have seen stuff like that. But aside from supernatural characters, you know, you have the Undertaker and you have the Fiend. And like I said, you know, Bray Wyatt is the new Undertaker. If you're looking for somebody to replace Undertaker, not to replace him, but to take you know, over that role, it would be Bray Wyatt. I've been a fan of Bray Wyatt since he debuted. And I think that you know, adding Alexa Bliss and we benefit him more going forward. Now, will he be a champion again? I assume so. Not right away. Because honestly, Bray Wyatt does not need a championship to be great. Undertaker did not need a championship to be great. It's all on how the superstar presents himself. 
you know, how good is he in the ring? How good is he at cut promos? How believable he is. That's why guys like Taker, you know, they did their characters so well because they presented themselves well. They cut the promos. They made up for it in the ring, you know. They put the work in. The Undertaker is one of the best characters to come out of professional wrestling. And he protected his character well because he didn't do interviews outside of pro wrestling until recently. So all them years that Taker wrestled, you know, he didn't do interviews just to keep his character intact, just to keep it, you know, just to keep it fresh, really. Now we have seen different versions of Taker like we have many other characters. That's why I say, you know, we will see something new from Bray Wyatt. Like I said, I wouldn't mind, you know, seeing his face be burned up. But the good thing about Bray Wyatt's character and why I think it will stay fresh and why I think it will work is because he could play the Fiend, he could play the Funhouse character of Bray Wyatt, he could play the cult leader, as we've seen in the past with the Braun Strowman and the storyline in the Swamp match. That's why I don't see this character ever being boring or I, I don't see the fans being bored with it at all because there's so many roles that Bray Wyatt can pl play to keep us entertained we've seen it with Mick Foley you know Mick Foley had Cactus Jack dude loving mankind I think that's why he kept himself you know so entertaining and it was always creative we were never bored with McFoley because he had all those characters he had so many alter egos we've seen it with Taker we've seen it with Kane even Kane, like even Kane with the different masks he was masked and he was unmasked certain things work That's why I don't see people getting bored with somebody like Bray Wyatt or Alexa Bliss because of the recent changes that are being made to the characters. And I think Alexa Bliss taking on this whole possession gimmick, I'm hoping that it, it, that it brings her back to the top where she needs to be. She should have never been in the mid-card to begin with. Now I get WWE wants to push other females like Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, but when you have the talent, use it. Honestly, I think there should be a third belt in the women's division. You have the tag team belt in the women's championship. And invent something else for, for the women to compete for. Give us another belt for the women to compete for. There's so many women in that locker room that, that don't get used. And I think that with another belt in the division, and I think, you know, people will have 
the opportunity to to get some airtime, to get some TV time as well. Because I don't think the women in pro wrestling are used as well as they should be. I, th I think they should, you know, main event Monday Night Raw, main event SmackDown or whatever. I do think they're used a little more better than they used to be back in the day. I am glad that they, they call the women superstars now instead of divas. Because that's what they are. They are superstars just like the men in pro wrestling. Now there are certain stars in the women's division who are treated better than others. Charlotte Flair. People like that. You know. Becky Lynch. Who I, I think is one of the top baby faces in the women's division. But like I said, you know. Alexa Bliss, she's always been up there. Even when she was in NXT, she came to the main roster. And, and she made something of herself. Now, what will she do now? How far can she, can she carry this feud? What's going to happen? I would like to see her hold, hold, hold the women's championship again. I think she's far more deserving than some of the women who are being pushed currently. Now you do have all the women from NXT coming up who I would like to see her feud with, but that's beyond me, I don't know. It will, it will be interesting to see what happens with the character. And to see what they do. And like I said, with... with I, I just don't see anybody being bored with this gimmick. No, I... I, I just I, I don't see them hating on this gimmick and for for some reason if they do if they get tired of this Alexa Bliss gimmick then I don't see what else they can do with her but from what I've seen and from, from what they've been doing I really enjoy it you can only go up from here if they book it properly it will work. I will say the whole possession thing during the match with Oscar that did shock me. But that's the good thing about Monday Night Raw. You know, now is that it's good to be surprised. And for a while, that didn't happen. We weren't surprised. But it's a good thing we have Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. So I guess we just have to tune in to see what happens, guys. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode. I appreciate all my listeners. I appreciate those who have listened from the very first episode 
I will be doing a guest appearance this Friday on a podcast soon, hopefully be released soon. But like I said, I want to thank you all for listening. Catch me every Wednesday every Wednesday for a new episode of Wrestling World. Thank you all and good night. God bless.